This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. My name is Nick Limsdahl, and my guest this week is Donnie Carr. He is the president at Christian Brothers Automotive. And I got a boatload of questions to ask him, and I am looking forward to this conversation. So, Donnie, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Thanks, Nick. It's exciting to be here. I haven't found the one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna press it here in just a minute when I do. Just keep on. Just say one. It'll make it way one. easier for everybody. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, what I want to start off with is is kind of what we should always start off with is that founding is the founding principles of Christian Brothers Automotive and. How does that idea of providing a pleasant customer service experience come about? When Christian Brothers first started, I think I think there was a realization that there was an opportunity in the automotive aftermarket to give a level of service and experience that hadn't been there yet. And I think, you know, the automotive aftermarket has a has a bad name to a certain extent where people come in, it's it's a place where you probably don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, it would be easy for someone to explain something to you or say that you need something and you don't have any way to verify that. And so we really wanted to create an atmosphere, a place where, uh, one, you were in charge of the decisions. It's your vehicle. It's one of the largest investments that you've made in life. Uh, and two, um, you should decide, hey, this is what I do want to repair or I don't want to repair. And it should be with someone who you can trust that can guide you through that process where you're in control versus uh, someone else just telling you what you need. It's amazing to me. I, I think probably less now, but back in the day, you would drop your car off and you, you'd come back and they would just have fixed things and tell you what it costs. And that just, that just doesn't seem right. And that's a, that's a different way of doing business and not one that I would be, if somebody fixed something, if it was, 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay. But if it was 1500 bucks, I would have a different conversation with that organization that, 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 uh, that organization that's fixing that, that problem. Uh, one thing I thought that you said that was really interesting is, is guide. Like I think too often organizations pretend that they're the hero of the story and not the guide of the story. And when that's the case and they show how awesome they are and not how they can actually help or serve that that individual and so it's it's interesting when when you mention that because it's it's a different mindset uh of building that that experience across that journey because when it's a guide some sometimes when it's not a guide sometimes you're just washing your hands of that next step and you're saying hey best of luck of getting through the door i i'm no longer in charge of that so that's not my responsibility and uh, as a guide, you kind of are owning that relationship from beginning to end. So, you know, one thing that I've read here on, on your guys' uh, online is over the last three decades, how Christian Brother Automotive have continued to build the concept of this nice difference. And so can you share some specific examples of how this concept has been implemented? 
Sure. So I, I think one of the things it was interesting when we came up with that tagline, uh, because when when the marketing company that came in that we, we wanted to do business with or wanted to kind of update who Christian Brothers was, is the thing that they heard over and over and over again is we wanted to be different. But we also want to be really nice about it. Uh, and so our, our goal, our desire is that you experience something different than you ever have in the automotive aftermarket. And not only is it because there's there's bad different, right? There's a lot of things where it's like, man, that was different and I did not like it. But this is like, hey, they're different. This isn't this isn't what I've experienced before. And it was it was really nice. And so from the very onset, I think one of the things that was done is is our lobbies were clean. They had nice furniture. It was a place that you felt warm and welcome, uh, you know, may, maybe more so like a dentist office or a doctor's office, someplace where you're like, hey, okay, if they're going to take care of their lobby and their business this way, you know, maybe that's going to translate to the way that they take care of um, my, my vehicle. All the way up to, to today, one of the things that we focus on, uh, which allows us to give much greater transparency to our guests, is our digital vehicle inspection. Uh, and so, you know, hey, I love the thought and the talk about our guests being able to trust us, but let's give them ever every opportunity to. And so um, when you come into our stores, we, we want to take pictures of what is working and what isn't working. We want you to be able to see those, see where the leak is, see where maybe your tires are a little more worn than they would. Um, and this has really given us the opportunity. One of our, our, the things that we used to love to do is bring the guests back and show them their vehicle. And this gives us the ability to do that no matter where they are, uh, as we can show them, this is your vehicle, this is what's going on with it, um, and this is why we are making these recommendations. And so that's one of those things that we try and do to create that difference. And so as a consumer or as, as a somebody who has a vehicle and you're bringing them and showing them what's wrong and what's right, and you're also showing them physically, here's the things that we're doing and here's the things that we can do. Now it's up to you. Now, as an individual, I feel empowered. But how else have you been told by the consumer on how that makes them feel? Have Have you noticed a difference? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things that we've experienced is we have a, we have a lot of um, guests that are longtime guests, and th and that's we we've always been in the long game. I think. One of the things that uh, a, a story of a guest that I heard uh, within the last 18 months or so is a lady, and I believe she was out of Dallas. Uh, she had been coming to us for a very long time. Her husband had passed away. He, he used to take care of all of these things. And she was moving back closer to, uh, I believe, her kids uh, to have that family relationship. And it was uh, back to the Kansas City market. And she wrote us a note and let us know that when she moved back, she wanted to make sure that where she moved was close to a Christian Brothers Automotive because she knew that her and her vehicle would be taken care of. And, and that's that's what we, we desire to create is this place that you don't have to worry about it. You know that you're in good hands um, and, and we're going to love you and your vehicle very well. Yeah, the one, one recommendation that I had with people who have like a, a call center or a contact center and you're interacting with people or you're, let's say you're on hold, you don't want to keep them on hold for too long, but let's say they're on hold. What I would recommend just a, a quick nugget for you is um, share that story that you just shared about that lady who was trying to move back to that spot that she was before 
and she was looking for a Christian Brothers Automotive location. She wasn't looking for a doctor. She wasn't looking for a dentist. She wasn't looking for, um, you know, where's the best grocery store, the best pizza to buy. She was looking for a Christian Brothers Automotive. I would share that with the world and then continue to find other individuals like that, where instead of having hold music, which is typically pretty painful, I would have stories that I'd be able to share like that. So uh, just just uh, food for thought. Um, but, you know, kind of bringing it back to the to the conversation is. As as a consumer, we all want to feel and, and feel known and valued. So who are you? What have we done in the past? And then what are the best ways to remove those friction points and to, to save my time if it's uh, so. So maybe is there anything that you're doing outside of what you've mentioned before to reduce the friction and make it as convenient as possible for for that consumer? One of the things that we're working on right now, which we, we have in complete transparency, we have a lot of opportunity in, and that's our digital guest experience. So. We know that when you call Christian Brothers, you come inside for the most part, you're going to get a great experience. But that level of transparency, that that ability to do business with us and make it as easy as possible digitally, um, we, we have some opportunity. And so uh, one of the companies that we look up to that we feel like uh, does this very well is Domino's Pizza. Uh, I think Domino's is one of those companies that they sell pizza, but they're secretly a technology company. Uh, or maybe it's not a secret. Um mm-hmm. But so what we want to do is we want to create the opportunity for you that you can see online where your vehicle is in the face. Is it has it been checked in? Is it currently being diagnosed? Is it waiting on parts? Is it out for quality control? Um, so you can know at any point in time without having to call or text us. Hey, how wh- where is my vehicle? What h- how how is it moving in process? Uh, and then the other fun part about that is just like. When you know when your pizza is on the way, we want you to know when our courtesy shuttle is on the way to pick you up or when we're on our way to, to drop off your vehicle back at your home. We want you to be able to, to be aware of everything that's happening with your vehicle uh, while it's in our care. Uh, and we want you to be aware of it uh, with ease uh, and, and be updated whenever you want. So what I love about that, and it doesn't matter if I'm getting my vehicle fixed or not, or if I have an insurance claim, the biggest thing that I, and the biggest frustration for me is being in the dark is I now have provided my vehicle or I now have submitted the claim and now I haven't heard from me in two weeks. So do I actually have a claim? Did you guys deny the claim and you just haven't communicated with me? Are you doing some more paperwork? Where are we at in that process? And so having that peace of mind of I'm looking at my phone and I'm still busy doing work stuff or, you know, hanging out with the kids or wherever I'm at. And now I need to figure out when do I need to get the vehicle? Uh, what is it going to cost? What do I need to do next? But if you can provide those steps of clarity, it's going to create the some some peace of mind. And not only are they going to continue to do business with you, like you focused on that customer lifetime value, but they're going to continue to refer business to you because of how you make them felt, you how they make you feel. Uh, and so I would continue to lean into that. I think there's there's some there's some awesome nuggets there. Um, you know, when it comes to your employees, how do you go about making sure that the the team is is trained, and how do you go about selecting going through that selection process for your auto repair professionals? So one of the things that we do here at Christian Brothers is we we have a ton of training. Uh, we we offer um, 
anywhere from, hey, what does it look like to write in self-service to what does it look like to be a great leader? What does it look like to be an, an amazing team member? Um, so we, we have in-house training that's uh, four days long with a six-week follow-up program that we offer to all of our team members to go through. Um, we have a Future Franchise Leadership Academy where, hey, you can enter in to eventually become a franchise operator and a franchisee. Uh, we want to give people the upward mobility, the growth um, to accomplish what they want to accomplish. So th- those are those are a couple of things that we do. I think I think we absolutely want to make sure when we're interviewing someone, when we're, when we're looking to put them on the team, that they have the skills. But just as importantly, do they have the culture? Do they have the desire to serve uh, those around them? And so we're looking for the type of person um, that is more in it for the team than they are for themselves. Because we know uh, when you're more concerned about everyone being at their best, uh, that everyone is going to get better versus if your only focus is to say, hey, how can I grow as a person? Then you're the only one who's going to grow and it probably isn't a lot. And so that's very important to us. And it's something that we hold near and dear uh, and, and we really want to protect as an organization. So you might not know this answer off the top of your head, and so, but I'm going to put you on the spot anyways. What is your favorite question that you like to ask in an interview process? In a competitive market, does your customer service stand out from the crowd? One way to offer a better experience is by moving your contact center to the cloud. But with so many options to choose from, how do you know which solution is the best for both your business and your customers? That's where VDS comes in and guides you to the best solution. They understand your clients' pain points, business outcomes, and goals. Then VDS designs, implements, supports, and provides 24-7 managed services. From start to finish, VDS is committed to finding the best solutions for your clients' needs. To learn more, go to www.govds.com or find a link in the show notes. What is your favorite question that you like to ask in an interview process? Man, I think I, I think one of my favorite questions. So I, I like to know about a time someone. Well, one is what's the last time you got down on your team's level and you served them? Like, and what does that really look like? And what does that mean to you? Uh, and I think I think alongside of that is is what's the time recently you failed as a leader? And I think less about what the failure was, but what did that look like when you came back to your team? Was it, hey, I, this, there was this time I failed as leader. What happened then? Well, I went back to my team. I admitted what I'd done wrong. I let them know where I had overcorrected or what I had done. I apologized and I put things in place to make sure it didn't happen again. That's that's impactful to me of, hey, you can fail, but then then you make sure that you take care of your team and you own it, you're transparent, you're vulnerable with them, and you're willing to grow and be held accountable moving forward. I love that question because for one, it puts them in an uncomfortable spot and it 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 shows you how they face adversity, but also how how can you, like you said, how do you stay humble in that moment and say, you know what, I don't know everything and I did drop the ball and here's what I'm gonna do next. I think there's there's a lot to that, and some some people would not answer that appropriately, uh, which obviously they wouldn't make it the cut on on my team or sounds like your team. Uh, so I love that question. 
um, you know, with, with the lady that is trying to find the location uh, to the growth that you guys have had, uh, it's, it now has a presence that's countrywide. And so how do you go, how, go about maintaining that consistent service and quality of going back to that nice difference across all locations? We have realized that it starts with the leader. So the, the person that we put in that franchise and their ability to lead and influence that team uh, is very impactful. We, we've had plenty of locations that have changed ownership, and we have seen with a very similar team, um, they have gone from unsuccessful to extremely successful just because the leader changed. And so we have a less than 2% acceptance rate uh, of those that apply to become a Christian Brothers franchise, um, it's a it's a lengthy process which finishes with a day and a half uh, time here in Houston. You, you spend some time in a store experiencing what it's like to be a franchisee. We get feedback from that franchisee that they spent the day with uh, on whether or not they feel like they'd be a good fit in our system, and then we spend the entire next day letting them know about the service that we give them, the support that we give them, and then also spending time learning about them. And then about 10 or 12 of us get in a room and we vote. And if there's two no's, we don't move forward. Um, and so we have, we have a very high bar uh, for uh, who can be a Christian Brothers franchisee because we know that the risk of taking someone um, that can't be successful is much greater than missing out on the person who maybe could have been successful. It's not always fun, but but we'd rather miss out on someone who could have been good than we would take someone who who wasn't going to represent our brand well. And what does your brand mean to you? I mean, it, it's it's everything from from my side. If because at the end of the day, it it falls back on on you as as a leader of. Uh, you know what? I may go to this Christian Brothers Automotive location, but it's HQ who is ultimately responsible. It it absolutely is, Nick. And that's the thing is is man, one one location represents the entire brand, whether you like it or not. And so, I, I would rather have 275 fantastic locations that they all represent Christian Brothers the best possible. Which I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and tell you that. We don't have opportunities to be better, and there's not times that we don't serve our guests the level that we should. Uh, but I would much rather have that than I would have 2,000 locations um, with 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 big numbers and, and everything else. One of the things that we talk about is Ritz Carlton is a world-renowned brand that has just over 100 locations, um, and so you you don't need locations upon locations upon locations to make an impact. Uh, and to really be elite when it comes to that guest experience. Yeah, you're right on there. I had the opportunity to interview uh, one of the founding members, Horst Schulz, and he was he was awesome. Uh, he went to every single location, and he'd stand up in his in his suit and tie and his crazy awesome German accent, and he would say, "I am a very important person." And then he'd just pause. He said. And he'd look around the room and everybody's like, what in the world? Who, what did I get myself into? I thought this was a Ritz-Carlton. And then he would start talking again and say, and so are you, right? Like you guys are just important as I am. And I'm going to teach you the way that you need to, to act uh, both internally and externally. And here's the foundational principles. And I just, I love that because uh, for one, he, he pretended like he was this all authoritative person. 
which he he is a bigger has a, a big personality. But at the end of the day, it's it's having fun helping others and and how do you go about that and how do you make sure that there are the right people on the right team uh, doing the right thing. So um, continue to focus on that on that Ritz Carlton approach. I think it's great. Um, you know, like you you touched on, not all customers are going to be happy in all situations. And that's just reality, right? We're not going to say, oh, I, I only survey my customers who have a great experience or only I, I give them a free car wash at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, a free oil change. Like that doesn't drive the experience and that doesn't help you act based off the data that you have. So how do you go about approaching the customer feedback and continuously improve its service based on the input from the customer's experiences? Yeah, so we we get we get regular feedback, regular surveys from our guests. Um, you know, one of the things that we've we've had the opportunity to be a part of, which we've really dug in on the details, is with JD Power, um, which has given us a lot of uh, great information on what is important to our guests, what do they see value in, and then us being intentional to make sure that we're putting those on the forefront of our team's minds. But more importantly than that, giving them the the tools and the ability to make those things accessible and easy for our guests um, where that transparency or, or the, you know, the clean lobby or whatever it is um, that our guests find important. We're making sure our team members know that then also giving them the teaching and training that they need to help deliver that to our guests. Yeah, that's great. Um, the last question I have for you is, you know, when I got my first vehicles, uh, 1988 Pontiac Grand Dam with no AC, and I got it for 500 bucks and there wasn't a whole lot of technology in that sucker and it didn't go very fast, uh, but it did get me from point A to point B. So with the rapid evolution of technology in, in automotive industry, how does the Christian Brothers Automotive stay up to date and ensure that the customer receives the latest and most effective solution for their vehicle when it's now a, it's now a computer system that just happens to be a vehicle? Yeah, we, we have a dedicated team here at the home office that is one, but there's a couple of segments of it. One is a, a team that is online support or technical support. So you can put in a support ticket. You can post it online in our, our, our forum that's dedicated here at Christian Brothers where you can get uh, responses from not only our team here, but other technicians that are out in the field. Uh, and so that's one great way. We also have um, some dedicated training teams. So we offer once a month in in-house training here in Houston, as well as we go out regionally uh, to um, our, our different markets and train there. And then one of my favorite things is we have uh, something called Mastering the Difference, uh, which is once a year and it's an annual conference for service managers and technicians where we get to all come together. We get to talk about um, what it looks like to serve and love on our guests well. And more importantly, we get to serve them uh, which they very much deserve because they're on the front line uh, in front of those guests and to, to get to spoil and take care of them. And then also do some training on what's coming down the line. One of the fun things that we're focusing on, on right now is hybrid training uh, because we know that it's basically a smaller system of the electric vehicle. And so if we can do that with excellence, we know the transition then to electric vehicles, we will be able to do with excellence as well. So uh, a passion of ours is continuing education and making sure that we're always growing and learning. 
Man, that's awesome. That uh, you you checked all the boxes for me. I just got to look up for where the closest Christian Brothers Automotive location is, and uh, start start working with you guys. I haven't had the pleasure of working with you, but based off of this conversation, it makes me want to to kind of lean into that and uh, tell others about that. So, where's the best play best way for people to follow you or or to find Christian Brothers Automotive? www.cbac.com. So you can find your closest location and even potentially apply for a franchise if you're interested. Awesome. Well, to all listeners, if you are interested and you like what you heard, go ahead and apply for a franchise. Actually, one thing that you can even say is pretend that you are talking to somebody who is looking to open a franchise with you guys. Uh, what, What would you like to say to them? So one of the things that it's it's not a great sales pitch that I, I, I tell people is that opening a Christian Brothers franchise is not easy. It's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of effort. You got to be consistent. But at the end of the day, it can be extremely rewarding if you take the time to pour into and build that team and love on those people and help them be the best version of themselves. Uh, our goal here at Christian Brothers is that no matter how long you spend a part of this brand, whether it's three days, three weeks, three years, or three decades that you leave better off than you came. And that's as a parent, as a spouse, as a community member, and as a leader. Um, And that's what we want to do. And that's what you can do as a potential franchisee. Very cool. Donnie, it's been a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to not only the success you guys have, the impact that you're doing in the community, but how you continue to serve your internal to serve the external. Uh, So thanks so much for your time. It's been, been great. Thanks, Nick. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing this episode with them. And last, if you would like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, you can go to pressonefornick.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.